You're listening to 50% Facts, the show where we're building a health and fitness resource by trying to answer a single question every week, just based on what we already know. Or maybe what we think we know. Then we bring in the world's leading expert to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. I'm Jim McDonald. And I'm Mike Farr. Welcome to our show. Um. So yeah, I want to... What happened yesterday? I, something I had and been anticipating for quite some time, um, but it it finally came to fruition. Um, you remember my uh, my boy, my son, who is not biologically my son, yeah. Will Hoover, um, that we had on the old show. Um, he, I connected him with a guy that I met uh, in Orlando last August at a big podcast festival uh who is actually from the bay area he's actually lives in 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 oakland or something but i told him a little bit of um of will's story at the time and he said ah, can you connect me because i'd like to talk to him his podcast is called this is actually happening and the it's what's implied there's a word missing there there's like this shit is actually happening it's like can you believe like this things. thing that happened to me yeah yeah, yeah. and so it, it, it's usually um it's usually broader than one incident. You know, people talk about like what their lives leading up to whatever the thing that happened and then kind of what's happened since yeah, yeah. then. So that's what this is. It's an, it's an episode of his show. Uh, it's called, uh, what if you were a human shield, which is reflective of yeah. the experience, but, um, will, um, the way that he does the show, uh, most of the time I think is that he sends a recorder to the person and then, um, they, they do the, uh, interview on Skype or whatever, and then he then he cuts himself out, and so it's it's like an hour long monologue, and you know the person is asking er, answering a question, sure. but the answers are self contained enough that it all flows yeah. together. Probably sounds uh, not eerie, but uh, probably puts a different tone on the whole thing for sure. Uh, it's more emotional yeah. for sure, yeah. and I mean it was emotional for me because sure. he was talking about stuff that happened like that I was involved yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, and talking about me and my family, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, um, so I, I, I put that up for people to, uh, uh, I put some links up on the, on our feed yeah, yeah. for people to check out. Uh, I think that people with military background, anybody that's actually been in, in the, one of the theaters of operations in, sure. in the Middle East would understand anybody yeah. who's been like injured in that situation. And plus anybody who that's, that's actually had a major, yeah, I've been in a hospital bed for yeah, a long time. Yeah. yeah. Major physical yeah. injury in a hospital yeah, yeah. bed and the whole thing. It's, it's, yeah, I can't relate to any of that. Even just going to the hospital for a night visiting a friend or something is the worst experience ever. I can't imagine. <laughs> I, uh, I don't like hospitals at all. No, it's the worst. It's the worst. I don't know why. Maybe the, the new ones will be nice. We're making a big old new one here, but like they have like a vibe about them. And maybe that's just because of the history how they are, but everything's so like, and I get it's got to be white and clean and stuff, but something you step in there you're like, man, nothing good happens here. I'm, I'm okay with a super clean look for sure, but it's uh, the smells get me. Yeah. And then what will completely destroy me is seeing somebody who is sick and, and they're in, clearly they're they're in a in a bad yeah, way yeah you know or seeing a family members being just distraught those I, things kill me and i guess because i'm not like a dad probably who knows but probably won't be a dad 
I got no physical issues. <laughs> I just don't see myself being a dad. <laughs> Everything works as far as I know. Yeah. But uh, you but t- take note, everyone. I don't know if it works. I guess I never. <laughs> uh, next, uh, so I I guess the only good thing that comes out of hospitals is people get it, like they call their little kid a miracle or whatever. The, my point being, yeah, is I've never gone to a hospital and anything awesome happened. Right, so you, oh, could, I oh, pull oh, up to I McDonald's and I get very excited because I know at the end of this drive I'm getting a McFlurry in my hand. They mm-hmm. take my credit card, I get a McFlurry. We're we're just big dogs, right? You get a little response <laughs> stimulus, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. The stimulus of going to a hospital for me has never been a good outcome, right? Never once, right? For you, you've had some kids, so maybe maybe there's a hair of memory of like, oh, hospitals have something cool in here. Yeah, but I mean, your your poor wife works there, so like <laughs> she, you know, like. That's kind of better, I guess, because you get desensitized mm-hmm. and she makes money and she's seen good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. But like for me, like it's literally just bad. Yeah. I mean, she um, she had a little break um, because she was supposed to be going to Canada and it, that that trip was canceled at kind of the last minute very wisely because I think she would have gotten stuck there. And then when she went back to work after that, um, like it was super stressful right, right away yeah. because um, – yeah, chaos. Yeah, and they had, you know, they had patients and that that were rule out and whatever. She so far has not worked with any any yeah. patients that have tested positive. So there's that. That's a that's a a, a positive thing. But yeah, yeah. like everyone was so stressed initially, thinking it was going to get worse here. I don't think it's going to get particularly worse here. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I know they're still managing for the worst though. I know um, some of my friends applied for it, so they have uh, crisis contracts here in Sacramento. Mm. So, so they're planning for something. Yeah, they're planning for something, but um, I guess rather plan for the worst. But yeah, I don't know either. But I don't want to go. To, I don't want to go to hospital when things aren't crazy, and I definitely don't want to go to hospital now. My <laughs> my experience is like I had uh, I had two hernia surgeries when I was a teenager. That was you know it's an overnight random, hospital huh? day. Yeah, yeah. It just you know it, it. They say it's more genetic than it is anything yeah. else. You just. Um, you have a, a little bit of hereditary muscle weakness there, and and it just just tears through um and then the kids and then like after after sam like a week later my wife had a terrible hemorrhage situation and so that was really scary yeah and and but it resolved very quickly and it was obviously resolved well right um still not not good experience yeah not good experience my my dad was sick off and on for years before he um finally died of cancer but yeah. that like the, his last trip to the hospital that was pretty awful yeah, uh, yeah. my mom's last trip to the hospital pretty awful my wife had pneumonia a few years ago that was it was a good outcome but there's so much there was so much stress in the moment sure. all that stuff is really drilled into my yeah, bad memory. memory yeah and yep. then and then all the time that i spent in the hospital with we're talking about about will earlier yeah. With him and at Walter yeah. Reed, and then my- sometimes I feel like those ones, and I can't relate because it's not that much. But like my friend was in there for like his appendix, I think actually burst. They didn't catch it early, so he was there for like five days opposed to overnight. Yeah, um, and you get a, like a little desensitized even then. Yeah, or my grandma broke her hip, and she was old when she did it, so she was there extra long rather than just a quick surgery. Mm-hmm. And like I was young too, so that probably played an effect. But yeah, you're there like every day for like three days, then it's like a little more normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd assume, you know, like with Will, rather than if you're there once and like it's chaos ensuing, then you're like, you know, the stress is high, you know, it's high. Yeah. Like that sucks. Yeah. It was um, that, that actually those two, this was back to 20, 2014. Those two instances were the most stressful, even more stressful than my, um, than my parents. Yeah. Uh, Cause with, 
with Will, it was suddenly just a whole lot of responsibility because he was not capable of making decisions on his own. Yeah, you know, really. Um, um, He uh, he thought he had more control over his over his thought process than he did. Yeah, he he didn't. And then um, then with my grandson, when he was born, he had there were complications after he was born, and that was he was in the hospital for you know twenty six days or something like that. It was a long time uh, on a on a. ventilator part of that time and stuff and uh it was that was super scary that was like you know yeah yeah i've never dealt with it i think i think my grandma passed at 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 her caretaker's home uh all the other passings or deaths that i went with good or bad were always like uh out of the norm Mm -hmm. you know which is a whole nother negative experience Mm -hmm. but uh but i've never had like the hangout in a hospital and Mm -hmm. which i guess yeah so, like, shout out to all the folks who are working in hospitals yeah. in, in highly impacted areas sure. in, in the United States and abroad. Yeah. Italy, Spain, France. The prime minister? Oh, and then in, 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 in England. Yeah. 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 It's, it's still so just weird, too, because, again, like, I think because we're in America, because I'm raised middle middle class like a lot of these things and all, all of us right we're stuck at home so yeah. like a lot of these things aren't like they're clearly impacting us but even me like I, like seeing my bank account be down or something <laughs> like like those things are like yeah. impacting me but it's not the same when you're on the front lines talking about war right we're talking about like everyone's shoving their fists in the air like america should go to war we shouldn't go to war or what like, i don't know any of this i, I don't know any of this impact firsthand mm-hmm. what my thought is on all of this is so different than the nurse working in New York right now. Right. My yeah. thought on on who's president because this guy wants oil and this guy doesn't want oil is so different than what Will went through flying over there. Yeah. Like it's so detached. And, yeah. and like that's the good and bad thing of the internet, right? Like I'm I'm safe, I'm lucky, mm-hmm. I'm very privileged, but I've never experienced many of these absolute chaos that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't relate. Like you can maybe a, a little more than me because you live with your wife and your wife's dealing with every day. Your wife can definitely do it more than us. And then this poor nurse that's in New York City is <laughs> getting crushed. You know, like it's just so different. And and who knows because I don't want to be that guy, but like fake news or whatever. There's there is a lot of headlines, Twitter mm-hmm. journalists, and who mm-hmm. knows. But there's all these videos going around of like nurses crying, saying they can't get medical equipment. And my mom's uh, really good friend works at a hospital here. Um, I don't even know what she is. She's like next level smart, like doctor of radiation oh. something. You know, like <laughs> big brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, yeah, we're running out of stuff. Like we're just running out of stuff. She didn't, you know, not like masks. Yeah, like just stuff. We get, we're running out. Like it's gonna get weird. Yeah, because some some of that stuff is sourced from from different right. places, like masks, like came from China and China. Yeah, yeah, and then like right now, supposedly, we're not supposed to be um, exchanging goods with Canada, except where if you want to make masks not in in Asia, where's the wood pulp come from? It comes from Canada, folks. Right. So, well, and that's like the kind of cool thing. And again, also yeah. toilet paper, but that's another. Yeah, issue. raw materials are obviously we have them here, but we don't have the manufacturing for them here. But it is cool going back to our past podcast with uh, uh, human human beha- behavioralist. Is that a thing? Uh, we were talking uh, of when people step up and they don't. You hear all these companies trying to do things mm-hmm. like uh, Oakley sunglasses is now trying to make like a face shade. Um, New Balance is making uh, face guards. Uh, Nike is starting to make some kind of mask, like which yeah. is cool to see. And some of it might be business virtue signaling, but beside the point, good good is coming of it. I um I have not been wearing a mask out of the house. I have N95s in the house because sure. of remodeling and stuff, and yeah, so yeah. I could wear one. But they 
the N95s seem overkill at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's and all not, my mom has, she said. Yeah, well, that's that's completely appropriate, yeah. though. And then she's, you know, like, I, she's I w- like, am I going to get... Uh, you were not supposed to have these, and she's like, "It's five years old. That's okay, right?" I'm like, "Mom, fuck them. Like, just fucking wear it." You know, like I yeah. get mom. Like she, she's worried about the nurses not having right, it. She's right. like, "It's and five years old." And I was like, "Yeah, then wear it." Yeah, and she's had some health challenges in the yeah. last six months yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Just like, yeah, rock just, that. She's thing. fine. She's yeah. fine. And my, I, I had a cup. I had a few extras given to my in laws. Yeah, they're not supposed to really be going anywhere, but if they do, they sure. can. They yeah, can I put them one. on. Uh, shout out to our boys over at Official uh, Local <laughs> Company. They just made it like a normal cloth one. I was like, okay. yeah, it's nine yeah. bucks. Like, I'll support a local company and. I'll wear one when I'm, even though I'd, I literally haven't left my house, but it's going to take a couple of weeks before I get mine. But I ordered one. I saw um, uh, Mike Beach posted about uh, Sport Kilt is making them. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's and cool. they they made them for a bunch of uh, of uh, first responders. Yeah, and yeah. now they're they're selling them, and and because they have a bunch of extra scrap fabric, and they're not making kilts at the moment, sure. you can get them in your tart. Yeah, so I I ordered in mask. yeah I ordered in my Titan so uh, tartan so you yeah. know that. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But, some uh, good things are happening. Otherwise, yeah. nothing's happened in my life. I just did a shout out to boy, our, our boy Matt McLeod who was on here. We talked about game changers and uh, the vegan stuff, and he just had me on his podcast previous to this, and we had a re- really good talk about a lot of different things. You know, um, authenticity and content creating and business mm-hmm. and the current state and the general state and and who's real, who's not, who's highly edited, who's shallow, who, who's in it for the right reasons, et cetera, et cetera. But which is good. He led a great discussion because I got nothing going on in my life right now. I'm uh, playing a lot of video games. Me and Jim are trying to talk about what we're going to talk to. I'm going to reach out to our boy Brandon Campbell, the 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 king, Brandon Campbell Diamond of Home Gyms. Yes. So uh, we'll pro- hopefully talk to him soon. Um, but I mean, there's not a lot going on in the world. A lot of people aren't deadlifting. A lot of people aren't squatting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, people are eating healthy. I'm putting out some YouTube content here and there. But even that, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. Twitch is good because we can talk about nothing. You know? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be about nothing. anything in particular. It doesn't have to yeah. be f- themed. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard. I, everything's sold out. I was thinking about, you know, still debating on the home equipment situation. Everything's sold out. And I thought about buying a home spin bike just because uh, the weather's been iffy here. Mm. So I can't ride my bike outside. And then even if the weather is nice, I'm being real with myself. Like, I just don't want to ride a bike by myself right now. It's just not the mood. You know, some motivation, all that. It's just not there to go on like a hour-long bike ride by myself. Right. But I was like, if I had a house spin bike, turn on Family Guy or something stupid in the background. No, I could, yeah, I no. could probably shit around for a little bit. So I might do that. I I, know. I noticed that uh, that Rogue is out of their, their bikes. Yeah, well, everything. Like but everything racks, I think. Like everything from everyone. Yeah, gone yeah. Uh, I noticed that Sornex made a very simple rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bert reached out to me about that too a little bit. Uh, it looks great. It's it's affordable. Anybody can get it. I think it's like 300, 350 bucks. Yeah, yeah. You bolt it onto anything. It, yeah. looks, it looks really cool actually. It's yeah. not like the most functional rack because those J-hooks aren't adjustable so you might be in between heights but like it's fucking sick. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, and it looks cool to me. It's fine. I have zero place for one, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. That's why he asked. I think he was going to send me one. I was like, I just don't know how like my garage works because I don't have like a typical garage. It's like... Oh, okay. Like, I th- I th- I sh- I'm sure I could probably hang it, but I don't know. You know, I'm in like I'd, this... House, not having seen your garage, yeah, I don't know. I'm in like I'm, this house condo deal. I'm, I'm sure there is a stud you could hang it to, but then I was just like, yeah, man, I don't, and I have a bunch of shit in there. I was like, I don't know if I have room. Whatever. Shout out to Bird for being a good dude. Yeah, no kidding. I really like the video that he did for it yeah. too. Yeah, he's, he's just like, real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like a regular, regular person. And you know, even uh, a couple months ago, we had we had somebody reach out to us, an advertising agency, about doing um, some ads on the show for a yeah. for a piece of equipment. But we would have had to have had it installed in our house. And now I didn't have a place for it. Yeah. But now I kind of wish I did. <laughs> although something. 
Although I have to say, uh, I, when I was bringing this table up here, I can't remember if I talked about this in the, the lead up to the last episode, but I felt like I had torn my bicep tendon like a yeah. lot. I mean, like a big I table. felt it. <laughs> I felt it pulling on the inside. I was like, fuck. There's like a, a, a Jim's house is like pretty unique looking. Actually, it's really cool. It's got like a culture. It's got a, maybe not culture is not the vibe, but a, it does. But um, what a term character. Yeah, it's got it's some character. character. It's got like real shit about. It. And so we're in a loft right now. But the the stairway up here is super cool. But it's not very functional. No, it's really not. It's functional, functional for like a one human. Yeah, but like two people can't get on there, let alone getting like equipment up here. Yeah, it's a spiral like all wood spiral staircase yeah. that was installed sometime in the late seventies yeah. or early eighties. But it looks and, dope. Uh, out of the. Uh, out of the back of a Sunset magazine or something like that. Yeah. Have you ever seen those? The the company that I think makes them still is called York, not the barbell company. But uh, I think they have a. Uh, well, we're just plugging away every company. I think they have racks. I was randomly looking oh, again on Twitch. Really? It doesn't matter what the hell you do. So someone in my chat's like, "Hey, I need a, a squat rack. What do you recommend?" I was like, "Well, no one sponsors me, so let's go find one." I started <laughs> shopping online for them. <laughs> Craigslist, some stuff's wild. Alan uh, threw something in his story. Someone's selling like the. I found one on Craigslist too. I was looking. Shout out my boy Bibby. I was looking. He lives in the Houston area. He's like, "Man, should I get a squat rack? You think?" I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll help you buy one." So again, live on Twitch, uh-huh. shopping, shopping on Craigslist. It was like the most rusted, rank squat rack I've ever seen. They're selling it for like three grand. What? And I'm like, well, no, it's a monolift. It was the worst. No, it was like, <laughs> I would be scared the metal would hold a barbell. It was so busted. I'm like, dude, you people suck. I saw somebody made a squat rack out of uh, uh, lumber, which yeah, yeah, yeah. like in in five gallon cans. I think that's a yeah. very dangerous. Idea. I think someone made it. I think someone made a YouTube. I don't know who. And I'm sorry if it is one of our friends, but it doesn't seem very smart. Yeah, they made it like a squat rack out of two by fours. Or four by fours. Yeah. And I guess if you're staying at like 225 or something. Yeah, if you're keeping the weights low. Yeah, but, but even still, it's like metal against wood just seems sketchy. Yeah. Where are you leaning that thing? I don't know. It, at the end of the day, and I hate it because I know, I know I'm like a figurehead-ish. I got a voice here in the mm-hmm. fitness industry, but like it's just not that serious to me. That's another thing I talked to Matt about. I was like, bro, every day, let alone in our current state of the world, no one needs to deadlift 600 pounds. No. We got cranes and we got forklifts yeah. and this is not needed. Now, it, do I think lifting has some deeper, you know, self-awareness, self-growth? There's obviously some physical benefits, right? Bone density, health, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. letting out some of this energy, 100%. But like it's a billion percent in a disposable industry, <laughs> really, really. Yeah. And, and it's making it apparent now. And I understand a lot of you guys are really into it and you miss the gym, you miss your alone time, you, you're, it's one of your number one hobbies, an identity for some of you guys, a community for some of you guys. I get it. I've been, I've been, in, I've been there. I, I am in the middle of it. But I just, I just, one, I'm not that motivated to, so I guess I can't relate at this point. I'm not just not that hungry for a barbell, but I don't know. I just think of other things. More things are taking up my head right now than me getting my hands on a barbell as soon as I can. I am. Um, so anyway, I, I I heard this thing and I got immediately in contact with Jacob Ross and said, what do I do yeah. now? So I've been doing like every day the stuff that he said. It still hurts, but like the first the first 24 hours were the worst. It really like actually, but continuing to move it, which is exactly what I did not want to do. Sure. Cause I wanted to just put it in a sling and let it hang here and, and, and pray that it didn't hurt and, and, and never touch it. What I was afraid of was that I had torn the bicep tendon and I was like <laughs> faced with the decision of, of just letting it be or having surgery in this environment. Um, and whether or not that would be considered elective and whether, whether anybody would actually do it. Those right. are all, you know, big questions. And, uh, 
luckily that didn't happen. So it's still it's it's been a little bit over two weeks. It's still tender. quite tender, and it's not the thing is it's not just the the upper tendon. It's it's the upper insertion, the lower insertion, the whole muscle. Yeah, yeah. And then my forearm too. Yeah. So it's like not not a goodie. I got I got bands. I'm doing stuff like with that. I'm doing range of motion stuff for the the glenohumeral joint. I did, you know, that's pretty much what I got. Some some bodyweight squats and that's pretty much that's the whole story right now. Yeah, I've done nothing. I was trying to do some push-ups and I just gave up. We were starting to do a team <laughs> bike ride. We did like three days, then it started raining. We were doing a household bike ride and then not uh, the shits. I uh uh I'm not a bike guy for the most part. Yeah. Like exercise bike, but regular bikes because I'm allergies one and number two like yeah. i used i tried to get into it 20 some years ago really tried to like oh that'll be really cool yeah. i was living near the trail and it was like this is gonna be awesome and then i discovered that like i get sciatica in my right leg and to the point that i can't like walk yeah yeah afterwards because of the stupid seats they're not always the most comfortable that's for damn sure well, they're really not yeah and uh and so I just, you know, I sort of gave up on that in the same way that I gave up on diving because my sinuses don't, um, don't respond well to the depth. depth. Yeah. Some I mean, runners, I guess this is like runner's heaven. You just get to run everywhere all day. No, yeah. you could probably run in the middle of the fucking road. <laughs> even, even though driving around downtown, uh, still it's pretty, like popping. Like you it feels like a, people. it feels like a Sunday. Oh, okay. which is like, so we, we live in the capital of California uh, for those that don't know. And Jim and I live pretty close ish to the capital itself. And so like that's buzzing during the week, Monday through Friday, state workers, politicians, coffee shops, everything's buzzing in that neighborhood. And our whole downtown isn't that big. It's mostly made up like the state. Uh, mm-hmm. And in Sundays, um, brunch is pretty big here. We got a lot of food and yeah. stuff. So brunch, you know, you might see some people out around noon if the weather's nice. Uh, Saturday nights, obviously you're busy like any other city. We have bars and stuff, but um, Sunday days are kind of deadish. Um, and that's what it feels like every day now, which, which, which isn't that it doesn't feel eerie to me where people say like there's pictures and again, who knows, right? Uh, we're not going to go into conspiracy <sighs> theories. Don't you worry. But people say you don't know when a picture's dated or whatever, but there's empty pictures in New York going around. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't feel like that here to me. Mm-hmm. Like there's cars, there's people, there's. There's a really awesome one uh, that some the drone footage that they did in in L.A. and then there's another one that's like cities around the world. It's like they're not completely empty, but yeah, yeah. they're pretty empty. Yeah, yeah. And ours doesn't feel crazy to me. I, it, me and Connor said this. I think if I if I never went to the radio and was totally isolated my whole life, and I drove on the street, I wouldn't think uh, what's going on is going on. I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense, I, I would think it's kind of normal. The, a bunch of the regular shops are kind of closed, but um, like a lot of our industry is probably going to hurt like everybody else because we have a lot of mom and pop type restaurants here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they named us now the farm to fork capital, whatever the hell that means. Um, so we have a lot of like, yeah, local food, local bars, even local like little clothing shops, which are really cool. But um, like everybody else, every other city is probably going to struggle, but it doesn't feel that strange, I guess. I guess the impact what I'm saying, going back to being not on the front lines mm-hmm. of this thing, the impact, I think, is is still to be really felt by many. You, yeah. you can easily escape from this thing, going back to our last podcast. You can easily kind of get around. Again, looking at my bank account, things are a little weird. Looking at, mm. you know, my, my, my even my personal, obviously, progress in the gym, uh, progress with some of the projects me and Jim had going. Obviously, all that's, like, stopped, but it's not, like, so in your face. 
Right. So you don't feel, I don't feel this, but, but who knows what might happen six months, eight months, 10 months. Had we been a month or so further along with one of that, that yeah, project they were working on in equipment might've been very, very challenging right could now. Could get weird. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Um, oh, I know. Uh, uh, this ended up actually relating to this, this, consulting project I'm working on, but I was an article yesterday or the day before in local like business journal about um, independent physicians. Yeah. Like, you know, there are, you, sure. there are, in, there are, how do I say this? There are physicians that are completely independent. They run their own practice and they don't, they yeah, don't yeah. really do much of anything except for they might contract through an independent practice association, an IPA. Uh, so they're not on in a and a staff they're not they yeah, don't they work don't work hospital they don't work for kaiser company. yeah um that a lot of them may not come back because uh, yeah. uh most of our hospitals are not doing elective surgeries and they're not seeing people who aren't like right. really really sick in their offices their yeah. offices are largely closed i have a friend who's a dentist in maryland and like she's been closed for weeks yeah and like applying for programs you know the 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 recovery programs and stuff in the yeah. hopes of like keeping it all together. But with physicians, um, particularly the, the ones that are close to retirement age anyway, yeah, they may not come back. Yeah. It and might not be worth it. Yeah. You can't you really know? do some of that online. Um, maybe, um, right. Like so we talked about maybe yeah. some therapy uh, yeah. people can do online and, and maybe some basic checkups. I think uh, I'm no doctor, but uh, I assume some things just have to be done in person. And if you can't go in person or it's highly recommended not to, and it's not an emergency, then like, Again, a lot of these companies, like even construction, right? We, downtown Sacramento was booming. We we're putting up new hotels left and right, and they're still doing a lot of construction right now. Um, probably just in hopes and prayers because they're we're talking hundred million dollar projects, right? yeah, like a lot of money. They're not going to just stop that, but they may suffer. They could build this thing and no one go to a hotel for a year. I mean, like we literally just don't know what's going to happen. It's it's a uh, it's a weird weird place to be about and think about there's movies there's no fucking movies coming out. Yeah, that industry's hit right. Hollywood's not putting out TV shows. I think the whole Marvel. Then the whole next Marvel phase, they moved to 2021 or they delayed them all. Um, like everything's being delayed, you know? So like, and I get it because people can't go to movie theaters. So how are you supposed right. to premiere a movie? Yeah. You're going to lose money. But um, like, who, what, what do we do? Netflix is so powerful and, and all these things are so powerful. And there's nice TVs out there that, that aren't that expensive. Uh, for all we know, the movie industry's dead. You know, or not dead, but like there's no, yeah. Cinemarks might be dead. Like who knows? Uh, I heard that AMC may not be back. Uh, there's a big article I didn't, I only grazed it but they're talking about the big the big dogs of the macy's the walmart's mm -hmm. like that's hard i think a couple states are are making uh targets and walmart's only sell essentials now yep even though they technically have a bunch in there and that was a whole thing i, I jokingly went on a fucking rant to our boy matt earlier but like eh, marijuana shops are open left and right and i understand there's medical uses of that mm -hmm. why the hell is recreational marijuana essential um i think we, because people are going crazy <laughs> well, but even even recreational uh, liquor like i get it if you go into the store you're getting your loaf of bread your eggs and you grab a case of beer all right like it kind of makes sense i understand i've had a little whiskey uh, four or five four or five nights ago i get it but like uh, just a liquor store that's essential just liquor well Here's here's the thing. Um, if you are somebody who is an inveterate drinker, say you are some flavor of an alcoholic, <laughs> yeah. you do not want to stop drinking well, in that's an true. unsupervised way. That's yeah, that's so, true. They, because you will end up in the hospital and you might die. Yeah, well, and your own thoughts, even if you're at the very end of that thing, now right. you're all your emotions and thoughts are coming to fruition. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I get it. 
but I don't get it. There's a there's a movie from the 50s. It's a, a black and white movie. It's called Lost Weekend, and it's about a guy um, going through the DTs, the you know withdrawal from from yeah. alcohol, and he's lying in bed, and uh, he sees like there's a little hole in the wall of his apartment, like near the ceiling. And there's a little mouse that's coming out of it. It's like, oh, cute little mouse. It's like, oh, it's cute. You know, he's sort of reacting to it. He's not talking. And you see it. Oh, this is so cute. And then a a bird flies through the window and attacks the mouse and kills it. And the blood runs down the wall. And it's like, ah, that's horrifying. And then he looks again and none of that was there. Oh, no. None of it happened. Oh, like, no. ah. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't think I've ever dealt with anything like that. I've never like done drugs. I've never done like people talking about like hallucinating. I, I can't relate. I would freak out. I think my head is so fucked up sober. I'm so scared of anything like that happening. You know, like I, I don't even like being drunk drunk. Like, you know, people are like, well, if it gets you hammered, I'm going to drink it. They're like, no, like I'm going to have a drink or two, loosen up a little bit. And that's about it. I, I don't like that feeling of being out of control or let alone the come down, let alone the addiction, mm. but, but like whatever people are into, uh, whatever the people are into, I'm not into <laughs> it. Whatever you people out there are doing, I'm not down. I'm, uh, I'm okay with, with, with drinking. I don't drink it a ton. Yeah. But, you know, I could, you know at, right now I'm probably having three beers a week, which is yeah, a yeah. lot more than normal, but I can go, I, I will go months without sure thinking about it yeah yeah, yeah. And i think like, that's a big deal right how you obsess and think yeah. about it yeah i'm the same way i mean i've had, I had like two whiskey cokes or something the other day and that's a lot for like a week yeah that's a lot but yeah that's it, in an entire week yeah um but there are people who are are night yeah Nightly. they're dealing with it differently and who drink all the time and and, yeah. and you just can't cut off the supply of alcohol for those people it is it is like in the you know my wife's a nurse obviously and in the hospital they they have a of saying it just never stop drinking sure because if a patient is in the hospital and they are not getting alcohol they could yeah they could yeah, yeah. they could lose them there so like they they can give it to them iv or whatever so they keep them to have keep yeah. them from having it's not it's not whiskey but anyway um, <laughs> i'll take a little iv of whiskey um, yeah i mean yeah again all, a lot of stuff we touched on but there's so much more to go into it in our last podcast is yeah who knows uh, the repercussions, uh, acute and chronic, of of the mental state of uh, the world. Yeah, not only Americans, the the world from from being so isolated. Because it's sad. Like you know, you have your wife, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I, I've at least Connor and Kyle. I got some kind of human inner contact. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people with like zero people going around. You know. Yeah, uh, and, and I, it can get weird. Humans I think are, that would humans be are really, tribal creatures. Yeah, I think that would be really hard. We did a um a family Zoom the other day because yeah. my my mother in law was uh, driving the bus on that. Really wanted to do it and it actually ended up being cooler than i thought it was going to be yeah it was yeah. um um we had some issues with getting everybody on the same chat at the same Technological time issues. yeah yeah but uh and it cut just randomly cuts you off after 40 minutes if you're just doing the free version which is a thing like i wanted to yeah, do yeah, yeah. a facetime or whatever sure, sure. but um they, it is what it is. yeah they want they don't have a uh my mother my in-laws don't have a mac like desktop and sure. so phone they would be on a phone or a, yeah there'd be a phone or ipad or whatever and then they want to be able to see everybody very clearly so yeah 
but it but that was good. And then and, and and other members of the family were like, can we just do this every week for yeah. a while yeah, now, just so that we stay connected and we we're talking about it? Because nobody's in a particularly bad state. Sure, like you know, nobody's got a lot going on with them directly. Everyone is just sheltered. Yeah, yeah. And and you know whatever. I'm going to throw this up on the on the screen. Connor, can you just like switch to the the computer for a second here? Um, right here. This is uh, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline number. It's 1-800-273-8255. And uh, if you are someone who is alone or feeling alone and you're feeling desperately about not continuing in this plane of existence, um, give them a call. Yeah, yeah. They can point you towards resources. They can help talk you through the, the moment. Um, there's a lot of a lot of what happens, I think, with suicide, and I'm just talking out of my ass, but I have read about this some, sure. where it's it's a it's more of a momentary impulse for some people. Other people, it's a plan, but for some people, it's a yeah. it's a just I feel so terrible right now. I don't know how to how to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and these times are extreme. Yeah, I'm even thinking about masking up and just doing like a hanging out with my mom in our backyard. You know, keep some distance because I haven't seen her in like three weeks, and she's one of the ones that are just all alone. I'm like, fuck, man. Like she's probably you should probably fun. go see her. Yeah, that's why I thought a backyard mask on dog will probably attack me. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it sucks. It sucks for a lot of people. It sucks for a lot of people. I mean, there, it, it just it sucks, and there's nothing about it. But uh, we can whine or we can uh, just keep 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 doing what we got to do, and hopefully get it over with a little quicker. Seems like projections are good, but what the hell do I know? Yeah, for us in California, things are not so bad. Yeah. Um, just because we got locked down early. Yeah. Our, our, our governor announced yesterday that they're that they've made a deal to to get two hundred million masks a month into the state yeah. starting two weeks. Yeah, so soon enough, we just have to get get to that point. Um, we're not projected to run out of ICU beds or ventilators in California right now, just because we've been locked down. Yeah, yeah, like the economy is completely stalled, but yeah. everyone's still, you know, not everyone, but most people are still alive and it's not spreading that fast. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, again, that's the long-term stuff that's weird. What is it? Ten, I think 10.6 uh, people applied for unemployment last uh oh, last three million weeks. people, yeah. 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 yeah, which is scary. It's scary numbers, things that are, obviously none of this ever happened. And I was listening to some business talk and some political radio and whatever. And yeah, it's different. It's different than the economy like taking a hit or like supply and demand or, mm-hmm. or some basic things happening, the loans. But like literally we just took it, uh, our world and our economy and just unplugged it for a second. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like it's going to take a while to warm that puppy up and, and who knows? I don't think anybody, obviously there's people much more intelligent than me on the topic, but who, no one knows how it's going to play out. But There's a trial balloon about playing all of the the uh, baseball season, a shortened baseball season yeah. in Arizona yeah. where it's going to hot as fuck. I think they're talking, uh, I think Dana White, and I, don't, I don't think it's a meme. I don't know because, again, I'm just on Twitter and shit. Sometimes. I think Dana White's trying to get some UFC fights on an island. Oh no, that's true. That's really <laughs> happening. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't I haven't seen any uh, yeah. example, but it's a, a, yeah. a an island that's outside of the US territory, so it's not under under federal yeah. or state control. How are they even going to fly there? I don't know. Who knows what these people are doing, but you got to do what you got to do. I mean, that's an industry that can keep going, I guess, right? Cuz they 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 go on pay-per-view. But but they got to they got to do a lot of rigorous testing or whatever yeah. because you could, you know, yeah. fight with somebody. I mean, that's that is super yeah. intimate. That's, yeah. that's at least it's only a couple people it's, uh, with no audience. I guess I mean that's why everything else canceled, right? You, you do a football season, you got yeah forty dudes on each team plus a hundred thousand in the crowd. Things are weird, but UFC, I guess yeah, you do a couple no coaches, maybe one coach each and yeah. one fighter each. R- WrestleMania just 
just happened? They did two oh, really? days. Yeah, they I did two they days did of WrestleMania over the weekend. Yeah, and no audience. That's so awkward. I guess that's another one though. It's highly TV based yeah. and basketball and stuff too. Obviously, they get a bunch of views, but it's so interactive. And, and there's more players. Wrestling's a little weird though. That's a little weird to WWE in my opinion. But because um, basketball, you know, you got ten per team, a lot of coaches, a lot of dudes, plus the audience. I don't know, man. It's all just weird. It's all just weird. <sighs> yeah, I agree. So. um the elephant in the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, I, I got this. You ready? Yeah. I don't know go. where you're going, which, how deep you're going to go, but I, 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 was, I don't know either. I was talking about this with Matt McLeod also, and it's, uh, we can tie it into Kaepernick. We can tie it into uh, a lot of different levels, but when you have a voice, when you have a public figure, I was talking about this with Omar, actually. You have a public figure, and in nowadays, our public figures are so different than they used to be, right? You're talking 60s, 70s, 80s. It's political people. Uh, it's leaders. It's athletes to some extent yeah. right the muhammad ali's uh people like that yep. really made big statements um actors and actresses somewhat but they mm -hmm. didn't have the same stage right because they didn't have social media themselves um but nowadays what's turned to um there's a lot more voices and a lot more uh, obviously censorship hasn't really been that much of a thing right because we live in america right mm -hmm. and, the, and the age of the internet so when you have a following when you have public figures youtube otherwise even in kaepernick and i've gone over this argument in my own head i don't even know where i stand but where 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 does your responsibility lie where does your voice lie and how much do you use your platform then that again kaepernick's just like the easy f fruit mm -hmm. on, right he, he got went to the super bowl in his first season he's he's insanely explosive charismatic dude got a big following and then he decided to use his platform as a professional athlete to make a political statement or, or to make a statement that he believes in now where does that lie everywhere else and I, I don't know myself like i uh not that i'm not political i listen to tons of radio and i, I stay pretty up to date on things but i'm not I'm not overly opinionated. If you guys followed anything we've done here or my YouTube, mm -hmm. or, like I'm pretty, yes, I, I like to see both sides. No matter what, I like to see both sides. When we're talking, oh, you must box squat. No, you can't box squat. I've never been like, right? I've always kind of been the gray area. Mm -hmm. And I'm very much like that in my life. Politically, it's not that I don't have a backbone. It's just that I, I see both sides on a lot of things. And so I've, and I'm also aware of why people listen to me. Maybe I'm, they think I'm stupid. Maybe they think I'm funny. Maybe they think they can learn something mm -hmm. or I'm semi-entertaining. And so I try to give that. Um, they don't listen to me to make a statement about, I don't know, whatever, technology or whatever, mm -hmm. right? They don't listen to me for that. Now, counter to that, I think I completely understand people that are passionate about something, gaining a following for boxing, mm -hmm. and then wanting to use their platform that they earned for fighting a fight that's outside of their topic. I get it. I don't know if that's for me, but I understand it. A Kaepernick, a Muhammad Ali, uh, uh, some guys in the N N NBA are really about that. Uh, LeBron James was, was a big advocate, um, I think, for br uh, police brutality and stuff over the last couple of years. Now, the, the, the one that I am, and I've talked about this forever, I tweeted about this six years ago. I said, anyone that has... Uh, and I just made this up, but 10,000 followers on any platform, mm -hmm. you should be forced to go to a, a, a public relations seminar. Oh, yeah, like like when uh, guys get drafted in the NBA or yeah. NFL yeah. or uh, probably Major League Baseball, too, where they do a, uh, they do a PR thing where they yeah. tell you, like, this is how yeah. you manage yeah. relationships with the public. And, it, you know, you can, you can talk about a particular thing that you care about, and it doesn't have – 
in even a game or whatever, it doesn't have to be as as vanilla as the Luke Lelouch uh, uh, comments in Bull Durham, sure. where he just basically said nothing. Sure, uh, it doesn't have to be like that, but like just be sensitive about what you say. Yeah. and yeah, yeah, and if you're not charismatic at talk, don't talk about it, and if yeah. you're not good at writing, don't write about it, right, or or whatever. Um, but what I am sure about is 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 you know the silly or not silly deeper uh, Spider Man line, right? With great with great power with is great responsibility. Yeah, and I. I think that if you're a YouTuber, if you're an Instagrammer, a podcast host, if you're a comedian, if you're a, a basketball player, I, I don't really care. And obviously this is huge scales. We're not comparing what we do to a political person or to Muhammad Ali, but you know, the scales to this thing. I do think that if you're going to reap any benefit from what you do, money, mm-hmm. popularity, sponsorships, free shit, whatever you're going to do. If you're going to reap any benefit from what you do, you also have to be a responsible human, a moral human um, with what you're doing. Um, I think I've done a good job at that. That's something that I've been aware, self-aware enough from the beginning. I got on Instagram and the podcast came out with Jim back in the day. I started getting some following. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to make sure I'm doing my best to put out the best fitness information. I got to make sure that when I make a joke or or a funny video or I'm trying to do a skit that I'm not offending people, that I'm not being rude, that I'm not Mm -hmm. hurting anyone's feelings. Um, I got to be aware and and I've probably um, been wrong. There's no doubt that I've made mistakes, but they're never on purpose. But I got to make sure that who uh, who I associate with is who who I believe in. And that's why I do... Majority of my business with Jim, majority of my business with Omar Esau. <laughs> and that's, you know, like my, my circle is small, mm-hmm. but there's the people that I believe are on the same moral compass as me. And that's who I associate with. Even, even on this podcast, like who we may have on, who we may not have, uh, we do some research and see like, what are their beliefs? We're not going to come on here and answer, uh, does sugar make you fat? And then go find someone with zero credentials or that's off the ripper, right? Mm-hmm. Like we want someone that has some um, study background, some applicable background, um, and has some validity to what they have to say. Uh, and I guess that's my TED Talk for the day. <laughs> well, um, you know, we were, we were we met in a situation and, we, and, and I feel like I created a situation along with your help and, and – um, and others where uh, we did have a platform and um, not everybody that we dealt with treated that platform with the same reverence that you and I did. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, sadly not, not uncommon. It's not uncommon. Yeah. And, and, um, and that obviously has happened again yeah. with somebody that we don't actually interact with anymore. I got a lot of messages from people, people I've known for a really long time who came to me and said, what the fuck? And all I could say is, you know, it wouldn't have happened on my watch. I wouldn't have agreed to, to to platform someone who had an anti-science opinion. This show is built around the fact that you and I are not people who are experts on things. We bring in experts sure. to tell us, and we vet that, as you said. Like, we look at, at what their actual qualifications yeah. are. And, and their content and their past. And, yeah. And we've... we've passed on you know almost as many people as we've had in terms of you know and i we get pitches all the time from people and uh i just i don't i don't understand the uh the drive for hype I yeah, guess. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. You know, I don't know. And, and again, now that we're CNN here, although our last guest was on CNN, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a doctor, and I don't want to be a quote unquote like science podcast. I want to be entertaining, and I want to be funny, but I also don't want to be TMZ. 
Right. Um, and, 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 and by all means, if you're a content creator, there's uh, sadly like some of the biggest YouTube content creators ever are drama guys. They do drama between YouTubers or drama mm-hmm. between actors and TMZs. Obviously ratings are probably not so good right now, but generally speaking, they're probably really good. And it, at the end of the day, it, it is all legal. It's all legal and it's mm-hmm. all, um, what you want to brand yourself. Uh, it's all who you are, I guess, hopefully. Um, and I guess that's the number one. And and shout out to I uh, shout out Matt McLeod a million times. But he uh, the nicest thing he's ever I've the best compliment I've ever got probably he just said like like you're always you. I was like, well, thanks, dude. Like I think so. And 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 like that seems like not a good compliment. Like it seems like a whatever compliment. Mm-hmm. But and I'm by no means like big on the internet. But I have a following on the internet, and I don't think a lot of people are them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm I'm me on my Instagram. I'm me here. I'm me on my Twitch. I'm me on my YouTube. Um, do I do like skits and act or do I rev it up, rev it down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never not been me, uh, I think for eight, eight, nine years of this thing. And that is something that I kind of wear with the badge of honor. And I think there's very few of us in that crowd and I'm not hating on you. If you suck, maybe you are being you and you suck. May, you know, that might be a lot of people too. I, I mm-hmm. don't know, but I'm maybe too analytical, but I'm, um, I, I think about everything we put out. I think about how we put it out, how it's going to be taken. Um, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And it's not just PR. It's not just to always make me look good. Um, and so we, it's because we have that responsibility. It's not always just what will 50% facts the brand um, elevate. It's, you know, that's mm-hmm. not why we overthink these things. We overthink these things because we know there's a lot of uh, potential listeners. We know there's a lot of, of, of you guys tuning in. And we know what we say do has an impact. And I, I want to, I take that responsibility seriously, like Jim said. And I think we always have, and and hopefully we always will. Now, will will we make mistakes? Maybe. Maybe we have a fuck up. Maybe I say something that offended someone. Mm. Maybe we have a guest on that offended someone. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that we will be perfect. We may fuck up up down the road. But if and when that does happen, I'll probably just come in here and say, like, yo, I fucked up. Well, I mean, it's been observed that you and I were – in the old show, kind of this often the straight men and in the situation, not I do like Goyles. Yeah. I don't mean like that, but yeah, that too. Um, yeah. Cause we were like, they're sort of the reasonable people and, um, and we don't have the unreasonable contrast on the show. It's you and I are, are not that different as people. We're different generations, but we're not dramatically sure. different as people. So sure. um, we're not, we're just not hype monsters. We're not actually ever trying to do that. Yeah. Um, I think that hype and controversy work in much the same way as steroids. Yeah. Yeah. They will amplify people. And whereas other people will get to the level of amplification without having to do that. I look at a, um, uh, Alan Thrall. Yeah. Or, or Omar or, you know, one of those people who did not, they never done like the hype. Yeah, they never played the game. They've never played yeah, the game, they never and they got out. and people. Yeah. I do un- agree. Pretty much universally respect them. Yeah, and I kind of think that we're we're sort of like in the junior category of yeah. that, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've talked about that too, and I talked about that to them too on the on the part the round table I did with them. I, I said even though like many of you guys are highly successful and create amazing content of help millions they have videos with millions. Johnny Candido is mm-hmm. another one. Omar Allen. I was like, you guys do great things, and still. 
I don't think you're as big as you should be. And I still don't think cream rises to the top. And that's maybe me being jaded and a hater. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think sadly the hype, the, the, the fakeness, the, the, the fake being real, the virtue signaling, um, the clickbaity, the drama, the, the, the extreme is like what, yeah. po- who, who's, who's popular on the radio and news. Uh, take this out of YouTube. Who's popular in the radio and the news and politics. Who's popular in the radio and mm-hmm. the news and business. It's the people that take these extreme ends. That's what people are drawn to. That's, I don't know if that's human nature. I'm no sociologist but right like that's what's drawn to and omar and alan spit science and they spit kind of gray area like mm-hmm. can you get stronger doing this can you get stronger doing this yes 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 um and sadly though they, they they won't ever be the biggest yeah um, and that's again maybe me being jaded but but they're that's both, what sucks but they both have been really su- successful they crush, they crush i mean they combined they probably have like yeah 101.5 million subscribers or more like oh, they, they yeah. crushed it but but point being is there's fitness or other youtubers that are still bigger which is just trash to me and that is where i get mad and jaded but um there are other ones that yeah they they just done it the right way and like you said i think they have a respect about them i think all their yeah. viewers respect their opinion respect what they say and there's something to that uh, even my twitch or whatever like I'd rather sit and, and connect and build a community of 20 people mm-hmm. than have 100 people watch and, and not give a fuck. Yeah. And I, like not really care or not yeah. really believe what I say or not really be into it. Right. And I, I think that um, we both understand the entertainment component of this stuff. And we understand that like we could say things differently and and, sure. and be more polarizing. I mean, part of it yeah. is being more polarizing. And, and part of the reason that, that we're sitting here a little bit biting our tongues is because there is no point in in being polarizing about it. Yeah, there. You know, yeah, even yeah, even on this topic right here, we just try to take the gray area and yeah. maybe teach a lesson or maybe people see what's going on in in, in big media, little media, YouTube. But um, that ain't me, and it probably won't ever be unless something changes. I I will say, and this is not purely shade, that sometimes when people are faced with somewhat um, uh, desperate situations, they do. Um, stupid things yeah um, yeah just, yeah it's just not the content i want to create you yeah, know that, that's what it comes down to too i like, don't want to be associated with it yeah. and there are a lot of people who are calling out um you know that person and that that program that platform on on platforming someone who is a conspiracy theorist theorist yeah. and um some of them have some people have done a good job of of calling out other people have done a little bit of a milk toast you know, I, I love job. conspiracy theories. I've been talking about them every single day. I fucking love UFOs. Yeah, I, love I love the whole all. idea of UFOs, but I don't get on here and talk about it. Right. And because I don't, I'm not an expert. I'm not. Right. And yeah. And it, you know, if we do a, a UFO expert, maybe, or, or podcast, and maybe we, then we try to get some real experts. We get someone that's supposedly worked at Area 51 and we, we spit it to you like that, you know, kind of yeah. drapes down the Wizard of Oz deal, right? Yeah. Like rather than saying like aliens exist and then having someone tell their story of aliens, we say, hey, we wonder if aliens exist. Yeah. We're going to talk to someone who may have seen them, right? I'm, it's it's, it's it's how you frame things, too. I'm listening to a podcast about that right now. As a matter of fact, it's called Strange Arrivals. And yeah. It's about, like, the the first couple who were who had the alien abduction kind of story. Yeah. And it's fun. It is very not... It's... it's and if you believe they're not it, trying to get means. to the, they're not trying to get to the truth of it. They're telling the story of sure. what happened. Sure. That's different. And it know? is different if you believe in it, don't believe in it. We don't really care. By all means, you, you can have your own beliefs. It's just a matter of a responsibility to the masses. It's different when you're having a conversation and people argue this point too. And you can, again, have your own opinion on this too. But I think it is, there's a different responsibility when you are in, when I'm in my kitchen, having a conversation with Kyle and Connor, who are mm-hmm. my roommates and my friends. Then right now I'm having a conversation with, yes, I'm having one with Jim, but we're having one with thousands of listeners. 
listeners. Yeah. There is a different tone and responsibility that you have, I believe. Um, even, even, yeah, I mean, we can get political with it, but there's so many applications of that. And it's just, yeah, it's tone and it's how you frame things. I think that if you are saying something that if people believe it and act upon it, they can be hurt by it. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's irresponsible. Yeah. It's irresponsible. Yeah, I agree. That's just, that's just straight yeah, I agree. up. And you can say... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has to do with the results. Yeah, if we're talking about um, marshmallows are better than cookies and yeah. that's what we want to go down and there's no repercussions of it or, or even slight potential repercussions of it, by all means, talk that fluff. But if, if there's real world applications that may have repercussions, I think I think it's not cool. I think a, um, another, another story from the marketing world... Um, is something that they tell you when you when you when you are in a marketing curriculum that it is easier to create a quality brand that maintains a standard and be able to have a uh, be able to sell at a um, you know at a premium than it is to take a low quality brand and to bring it up. Sure. But you can definitely downgrade the value of a brand by the way you treat it. Sure. If you treat it in a cheap way, then it'll it'll downgrade and you will generally not be able to bring it back up. Sure, sure. Yeah, it makes sense. So that's a thing to keep in mind for everyone yeah. who has a brand. Well, I've had a lot of friends uh, from early days of this too when people weren't taking this serious or people yeah. were out posting things like whatever. Before maybe we even California were on a lockdown. It was just kind of a thing. I had a lot of Twitter friends like, yo, pay attention to who you follow through this mess and treat them as such afterwards. Like see who's spitting shit, see who's yeah. acting a fool, see who's downgrading this. And, and who knows, right? Even still, like I get it. I understand the conspiracy theories. I've been listening to them all with this current situation. Mm-hmm. I understand it. And some of them like... There's a side of me like, all right, I get it, you know, but um, truth is, is it seems like people are suffering and let's be responsible humans and take care the best we can. It doesn't hurt me that bad. Well, our friend um, Ben Claridad, he named his um, his gym uh, Occam Athletics. Occam's razor is like when you eliminate all of the um, sure. all the other possibilities, yeah. what remains must be true. Right. And <clears throat> the other side of that being that the simplest answer. Yeah, like most logical answer is probably true. Is probably true. Yeah. And, and another... Uh, take on that is uh, if you hear uh, hoofbeats, then it, it think horses don't think zebras. Yeah, and uh, and I think that that just I've applies. Never heard that. I like that. I, I, you know, it just applies all the time. I think yeah. that's absolutely true. Most yeah. of the time, it's going to be the thing that is obvious. Sure. But you know, conspiracies. There's a lot of fun. I was I another one that really got me for a long, long time was uh, the Kennedy assassination. I was sure. completely fascinated by. Did that. Did you dig in again? We can go. We should do a conspiracy one because it is fun. The funny thing too, just like put this out there, like Jim and I say conspiracy theory, right? Someone who truly believes this thing doesn't say conspiracy theory. No, they don't. Right? They say this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what yeah. I believe. This yeah. is what happened. Right? Yeah. And so we're saying conspiracy theory, and I'm not saying I don't believe some of these things. The one that we'll put it out there. I hope this. I think it's responsible. Well, Jim will edit it out if it's not. <laughs> I, the one thing I really am not convinced. I'm not convinced we went to the moon. Oh, really? I I'm I'm fully on board with us going to the moon, and I'll tell you why. Because that it it would have required too many people to be involved to, to not to for it to not be true. That's to stage it. Yeah, we had a lot of money, and and, you know, and, and it was a huge repercussions. There's a huge motive to not go. Or there's a huge motive just to prove that we went first. Well, I right, yeah. There's that's uh, what everyone says about with conspiracies. Yeah, like, I what's s- the motive? What's the? 
I started this other, this show on uh, Apple TV Plus that I haven't I haven't kept up with. I need to get back. People are going to gonna it. hate me now. Yeah, it's... I said that one time. It was someone went awful. I forgot if I was on Twitter or if it was even one of my friends. They hated me that I said I don't. I'm uh, not convinced. I'm not saying we didn't. I'm just saying I'm not convinced. I I, know, I don't have any problem with that one. That one I completely believe. Right, that's innocent enough. Yeah, it's it, but th- that's that's what it comes down to. Does it hurt anybody it, it, for you to believe that or yeah. for to say it out loud? At no. the time, at the time, it probably did. There's a lot of political stuff, and that's where the motive comes with that. I'm not convinced, but. Uh, yeah, at the time it was probably a lot more. It was more important. Having having sixty years later, it's not as. Having read so much about the 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 guys who were pilots who became sure. astronauts, there's some would, funny clips though talking about conspiracy <laughs> theories. Who's the one? Buzz. But, yeah, bro. There's a video of Buzz saying some weird shit. Oh, Buzz is Buzz is nuts though. Maybe that's maybe, the thing. Buzz maybe, is nuts. Maybe the memories are coming true. Buzz, the, said, I forgot what he says. The quote's pretty funny. It's something like. Uh, Oh, but didn't isn't Buzz the one who punched somebody who said maybe he punched a denier? Not, uh, Con- Connor is nodding his head like a bobblehead over there. So, um, yeah, he, he, I don't know, man. And then uh, the other main reason I think there's uh, current engineers that took a look at some of the ships they're on, and they're uh, like, like a 1975 Dodge is ba- built better than this. Like this oh, thing no, ain't making that, it anywhere. That's absolutely true, though. <laughs> I mean, this stuff the. Um, the lunar lander was essentially made out of aluminum foil. Yeah, <laughs> like you could punch right through it. You know, I don't know dude. that's that's why they're in the spacesuits when they when yeah. they come down because like who knows if that sucker is leaking or whatever. Yeah, and I've heard it's leaking. Yeah, I mean all kinds of great shit could camera happen. work. USA, it, it, anything could have happened. But this show that I was watching is called For All Mankind, and basically it's Russia beats or the Soviet Union beats America to the moon, and it completely changes like the the structure of of our society even because because we weren't first and uh right that's where my motive of the conspiracy yeah no i no no they were they were i they would have they would have they they killed some people on the way trying to get there yeah and they would have killed more yeah world power world power was literally involved To, to try to to try to get to that point now you know the soviets don't actually i don't think they in the in the show i don't think they really maintained a structural advantage but they certainly won the opinion war yeah. around it yeah um but going to your jfk thing wasn't it uh last year two years ago they released some of the highly confidential files on that in area 51 did you yeah, there's a that? bunch of it is um now released because yeah was, but there's a bunch of it years. that they did they put off it was supposed Bastards. to be x number of years after yeah. after um, Kennedy yeah. died that they were supposed to release a, release a bunch of stuff and the um, the government still yeah. re- either redacted or held back a bunch of stuff so who knows I didn't know um, but I mean we're I, not digging this too much after we just bashed all this uh, uh, Princess Diana I didn't know she was like a sim- the conspiracy with JFK is similar to Princess Diana theory their theories are similar yeah uh, I don't know much about that one, other than I know that um, she just died in like a random car in a parade, right? I was too no, young. No, no, no. What no. What What happened was she ha- she had gotten divorced from Prince Charles. Yeah, and then she had been seeing a um, I want to say a, a Middle Eastern businessman in okay. the I believe in the oil industry. Okay, uh, I think that he is a come came from a family that had a lot of oil money. Seeing and, him as in dating him, or like seeing him as just literally seeing no, him? dating him, okay. dating him. Um, and they were constantly being followed by the paparazzi. Gotcha. And so they were trying to get away from um, uh, photographers and, and video people or whatever who were trying to film them. Yeah. And they were in their car. Yeah. And they were essentially being chased by these people. And the um, 
driver crashed. The driver crashed yeah, them yeah. into a, um, a a pylon that was like holding up a bridge or whatever, and they all died. Yeah, and so, I, I it, think that the driver had actually been drinking too. Oh yikes! Because the conspiracy, I, I guess, why I say they're the same is that uh, some people think it's the government trying to hush them now. Yeah, or a secret service or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's it's absolutely because I saw an interview. I've never seen her talk. I know her face. I heard that story because mm. it happened what ninety four or something. I, like I was alive, but I wasn't alive. I was mm. eight. Um, but I heard her speak, and uh, one she speaks insanely well. Mm. Uh, like she she was very charismatic. But uh, she was basically talking, and this was on yeah. She was basically just talking how like women have been hushed down forever, and the government may not like her because she doesn't hush down, and she's a strong woman, and and et cetera, et cetera. And so then I pieced it together i was like oh that at least at least again the motive why it, 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 some puzzle pieces kind of fit. It, yeah i mean you could she definitely knew stuff about the royal family right that, that they didn't <laughs> want her to talk about but the chances that she would actually talk about it would probably low, yeah. probably low. um was she an advocate for um for a lot of particular ideas yeah, and, some change. And, and and yeah and i think that that's that's why megan harry left the family essentially right. because yeah. like she's like you know he would probably roll with whatever and right. he'd been been pretty independent he was in the military and he like he took that very seriously and talk and about whatever. a weird life though like you're just raised in this yeah like, bubble yeah exactly and not not That's all you know yeah. not large largely not by your parents no you know? no um, by the government in a way really yeah yeah in a, yeah, yeah, yeah in a way and so you could see why they walked away sure. i mean i mean she was she was really taking a lot of a lot of heat. Yeah, she might have been afraid for her life. Who, yeah, knows? who knows? Who knows? It is interesting, um, but it's possible. But damn, that I really, really went deep down the hole with the JFK thing. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, it, sure. it's not affecting anybody's life by thinking that there's sure. possible that there are other solutions. There's a um, uh, podcast that I can't remember the name and of. And again, at the moment. framing right how we talk about this. Right, what we say like I heard or who knows or yeah, and it's seventy years old. Yeah, no. The, the, I listened to a podcast about uh, about the conspiracy or theories around um, JFK's brother Robert yeah. being shot. I remember that very specifically. I was like, I think I had just turned five. Yeah, and I could remember it happening. He was he was campaigning here in California when he was shot, and I remember like being in downtown Stockton and walking past the uh, campaign headquarters and they had painted prey on the window when he, after he was yeah, after he was yeah. shot before yeah, he yeah. died. Um, That's what like some of the stuff now like to tie this thing up like I'm driving around and like some of the restaurants and I don't think I haven't heard of anything happening. I think when we had Dan on we had heard uh, somebody uh, crashed into a gun store here and stole a bunch of guns mm. like that's pretty the crazy apocalyptic heat type vibe um and but there's some there's some and i haven't heard but there, there's a lot of restaurants here in sacramento and, and small businesses that are all boarded up like trying to protect their glass right. and i haven't heard of a lot of break-ins per se but like that driving around then you're like fuck this is a weird vibe that part it does seem weird and some of those places might never open again we'll no, see no that's the saddest part yeah we'll yeah. see who knows but um I don't know. I guess just the, the, the real bottom line in all this stuff is don't be so thirsty yeah. that you say things that can hurt people. That's, yeah. you know. Well, and tie it into the, to, to the bigger picture of what's going on in the world. You know, we have a, a responsibility, I think, just to be a good human. And, and I don't know why, but, you know, and maybe it's because I was raised religious or I just had good parents. But, mm -hmm. like, just the simple golden rule, you know, I just treat others like you want to be treated. And in this time, that means the social distancing thing mm -hmm. for a while, and it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. On the bigger picture, yeah, it means having a responsibility of how you talk, conduct, act, work. Uh, there's a responsibility there, and I think... 
you know, not to sound like the old guy, but like, you know, a different generation and different types of humans. Obviously, it's been around, but a different generation just seems to lack that a little bit. And a lot of humans seem to lack that. So the better we can be to each other, I think the better you can be to yourself, um, taking care of yourself, your loved ones, but also having just a little bit of, of, of responsibility of, of the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah and, and don't, don't take the position that every quirk of your personality is a wrinkle that's going to make you more interesting to everybody else. I think that that's very, yeah. fairly important, you know? Especially uh, like a time like this, like that's probably the last thing any of us need to worry about. Yeah. Right? Like no, am exactly. I the cool guy? Am I not the cool guy? Am I probably like, let's just get through this silly mess and then we'll uh, take it step by step. But hopefully we'll talk to Brandon Campbell. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him. We got we got content, so if you're bored, we got you. We'll, we'll yeah every we, Wednesday. We might, we're still threatening to go to to uh, more than once a week. Just the this uh, scheduling became difficult this week in large part because my um, my roof leaked again, and yeah, so I had sucks. I had men on my roof, literally like on the other side of that wall, uh, uh, working yesterday, and it was loud and um, and uh, not all in English, and so it was it was. It would have been disconcerting, and then I had worked on uh, this consulting project until six o'clock yesterday morning, because apparently I still can't write until I'm completely exhausted, and it shuts off my my yeah, the editor in my head, my really filter. Filtered. Yeah, so I can I can just um, and I was you know it's writing for a for a board of directors and so like there's a particular way that you need to talk to people that sure. thing is really comes down to a lot of it too is like you need to know your audience yeah yeah and, and how they're going to react to what you're saying and and um I, i'm a very like dense writer so um there's a lot of little twists and turns and nuances in what i write and so it's it takes a lot of energy and it and it's hard if my my brain is constantly yeah. telling me that whatever is coming out is not quite good enough. I have to get stuff down to actually work. So, uh, so anyway, I was exhausted yeah, yesterday, and I didn't think that uh, that a guest or a uh, um, or even recording at all yesterday was the thing yeah. to do. And so. even do us a favor because we did get some feedback that you guys enjoyed just us rambling, maybe an older style podcast that we may have been a part of where we just talk, maybe interview some folks, maybe just have some fun and sit around with old friends. So let us know. Twitter, Silent Mike, Twitter, DJ McD. Yep. Check us out. Hit us. Rating and review. Um, but yeah, hit us up on Instagram. We love uh, seeing you guys reshare the, the, the content that you like. Uh, any notes, any love. And uh, any suggestions, we're always open. A um, minimalist version of, of the uh, website is up now. Doesn't Not everything works, but every episode is there uh, currently. Some of them have the video version connected to it. We're going to build that out over time. It is 50percentfacts.com, where percent is a word Easy. and 50 numbers. Well, and um, we will talk to you next week.